The City of Jackson's Visitors and Conventions Commission reminds us to shop locally. From our wide selection of national retail chains to our unique downtown shops, Jackson is a great place to spend the day, catch an exhibit, or grab some lunch or dinner from one of our national restaurant chains or local eateries. Spend the night in one of our national chain hotels. No matter what your plans, the City of Jackson and Jackson County in the rolling hills of Southern Ohio is a great way to spend the day. Just a friendly reminder from the City of Jackson Visitors and Conventions Commission. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Main Street TV, where we are here with some friends that are going to talk about a very, very special event coming up. Let's see. It was tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. Is tomorrow. it already? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's ready. You know, it was interesting. I heard you on the radio and you said something about November 30th. And I'm like, when's that? <laughs> so far off. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's almost the 1st of December. Um, but here we are. And um, we are here with um, some friends from the Jackson, is it Jackson County? Jackson County. Homelessness yes. Committee. And uh, talking about some cool things that you have coming up tomorrow and uh, to raise some awareness, to raise some money, mm -hmm. and to help some of our friends, you know, here locally that, that need help. So could you welcome and could you tell everybody who you are? Terry from the Homeless Committee. I've uh, been there for maybe 10 years. And I'm Abby. I also have been a part of the Homelessness Committee for 10 years. Thank you for, for what you all do, um, because it's a, it's a huge need, and I don't know that a lot of people uh, listening this morning may understand that, but, and we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, how did you all get involved with the Homelessness Committee, and, and how, about how long has it been in existence? I got started, they asked me to go for my church, I went to see what it was all about, enjoyed it. And uh, been with them for about 10 years. I think the thing has been around maybe 10, 11 years, something like that. And uh, it's a nice group of people. I like the fact that they're going to help people, help people to overcome their uh, difficulties. And then also to see the faces of the little kids as they walk into the, into the room. It's not nothing exciting, but they look at it. They've been stuck in a car for like two or three weeks. And all of a sudden, there they are in this big house, and they're really excited, and their big faces are all smiling, <laughs> and you can see that they're, this is, this is life-giving event for them. So I thought, well, okay. 
Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, and I thought, I, well, okay, I'm I'm doing something great for these kids, and they say thank you. So I thought, well, that's okay, good. yeah, that's, that's very good. much true. Um, I initially got involved. My work does behavioral health, and I did home based services. And so when they started to have families that needed help, um, saw the need. Um, Christ Church originally started this, and yes. Dave Roach and Mark Carlisle was kind of the um, the four fathers here that presented this committee. You mean Mark Carlisle inv- involved in something else? I know, right? <laughs> he was just here this week as we we uh, initiated him into being a Kentucky colonel and surprised him with that. But anyway, go ahead. But wonderful people. And um, so I decided to join to have more resources, but also realize there is a good group of people just wanting to help others. So it's been it's been a good ride. We've had a lot of ups and downs oh, over yeah. the years, yeah. and uh, so I'm glad it's still going. Me too. Um, and and there is a need out there for for many of you listening this morning. You may or may not um, know that that there is a need out there, but there certainly is. When we talk about homelessness, could you guys kind of you know talk about that word for a moment? Because I think maybe it has. Um, some stigmas along with it that, that, that aren't necessarily true. What's it mean to you? To me, um, you have government definitions of homelessness and what you call HUD homelessness, but locally we term it more loosely. Um, homelessness mm-hmm. is not having a safe place for yourself or for your family. And a lot of times that may be multiple families living in a home or a home that's not up to par or have heating or able to function to provide and you know um, heat for these winters. It could just be transitional. Um, I don't know if anyone's had to move recently, but by the time you have rents, um, first month's rent, last month's, you have deposits, you have deposits for the w- electricity, the water, gas, gas, all of that. It is a lot of money plus the move itself and having everything that's needed. And it is very difficult. And a lot of times it may be unpreventable. Um, the home may have sold. They lost the rental. Um, rent went up or a life circumstance that cut their finances, medical problems that occurred, um, mental health, mental illness. Um, there are so many reasons people get caught up in these situations. And sometimes, you know, you have family that can help you or lend that extra hand. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who don't have that. And so we just try to help fill those gaps and and help where we can. And to be able to take a shower when you need to, to be able to use a restroom when you need to, to be able to stretch out when you need to, it's just those little things that add up after a while and drive you insane that you can't go out and do what you want to do. You can't go out and enjoy yourself. You just can't relax. And it's, it's, it's rough on yourself. It's rough on your partner. It's rough on your family. You need to have some place to go that's going to make you um, let you let yourself feel good, let yourself enjoy your life. It's uh, uh, to be stuck someplace and not having a home, not having a place to go, to be stuck in a car, uh, to go to use a restroom at Walmart. It, it doesn't make it worthwhile. It's 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 rough. It it's hard on these people, and once they like I said, once the little kids come in and they see that place, they're all excited. Some place to be, some place to other than the car. 
You know, and I think, and and you are right. We all take um, those of us that have a place to lay our heads mm-hmm. at night. Um, uh, take that for granted. I think every day, and we shouldn't, um, but we do. And I feel as if you know, there's so many reasons why people end up in in that position, and I, I feel as if sometimes immediately people go to negative town with it um and like well they must have done something wrong and that's not necessarily true either it's just the fact that somebody uh asks them to leave their house and they don't have any place to go well nobody has three or four houses down the street they they don't have that this is where they live at this is what they're doing and then to ask them to move well, they got to find a place. They can't do it like in two or three days. You got to get several months. You know, and and let's just be honest. You know, a lot of folks that have rental properties, I have some rental mm-hmm. properties. Um, during this crazy market in which happened with this housing market, and, and I know so many folks that lost their rentals during this because their landlords up and sold the house because they could sell it for way more than than what technically it was worth, you know, maybe a year or two before that. And, um, you know, those are all financial decisions that people can make. And that's not knocking one somebody or, mm-hmm. or not. But supply and demand is rough. And especially around here, I know, mm-hmm. um, in talking with folks that there's just nowhere to rent. There's mm-hmm. there's no homes. There's nowhere for people to go sometimes. And as Abby said, by the time you get done with deposits and rent, first and last month's rent and deposits for utilities and all of that, I mean, you're talking sometimes thousands of dollars and not a lot of people have that. And it's rough. So where do you guys come in? So we have a phone number, our 740-577-5282. Um, where we'll take messages, and it really becomes based upon our availability of our housing units. So we have three apartment-style places and two individual family unit houses that we can place people in. So we do, it takes about 24 to 48 hours usually to get somebody in, um, and that's based upon availability of, of whether we have openings. Sometimes we have to work and coordinate with local shelters or give um, phone numbers for that as well. So we have these transitional homes that kind of um, filter as a homelessness or as shelter, but then also we don't have a big shelter here. And so that's another barrier sometimes that we run into. Um, And then coordinate with local agencies. And so sometimes they have the government funding or housing or the landlord relationships that we can coordinate with. Um, With the deposits, they can also request some assistance and say, hey, this is how much money I have. This is how much I need to get into a place. So then we can help with that as well. Um, We have a board that votes and we look at available funds. Um, And we have uh, savings for our buildings to you know, replenish if there's repairs that need done and furniture that needs done that we pull funds out of that. And then also um, the Christian church helps us a good bit with the apartments. Do you want to talk about those? Okay. Terry? We, uh, over yeah. on uh, Broad Street, we, uh, there's a house on our property. We went ahead and bought that house, uh, had no 
real need for the house, but we bought it and we use it for the homeless committee also for them to use it. We turned it in from uh, 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 one house to three apartments. And, uh, and we had one lady upstairs uh, in the apartment and she wanted to rent the place. She liked it so well. She wanted to rent the place. She wanted to stay right there. And we said, well, no, you can't do that. This is transitional and we're gonna help you to move on. And I think she did eventually. She moved on with her child and I hope she's happy. I hope she's doing okay. Uh, this, this is uh, transitional. It's, uh, we're gonna work with you. We're gonna get you ready to go. And uh, you follow the instructions, you're gonna be okay. And it's to see the, to, to talk to them after they're going through the process, they're ready to move on. They're ready mm -hmm. to move on. They're happy that they got this information. They're happy that they can uh, move into the direction of having their own place and having their own, uh, you know, doing the things they want, they want to do. You know, and I was, um, a while back, our, our uh, good friend Marty mm -hmm. Jacobs and some other people put together um, an event at the YMCA, and it was... Um, Basically, it was uh, getting homeless folks in, in to do job interviews. And so I went as, you know, an employer and got to meet some incredible human beings, like really incredible people. But it was really interesting to me. And I I kind of, you know, was like, what are the challenges you're facing? Like what? what? And, you know, I don't have an address, so I can't get a job. So what is this vicious circle? I mean, what do you guys see? Um, because you go to apply for a job, you don't have a job, uh, an address, a physical address. You can't get a job. It goes round and round. When we could give them, how does uh, that, how, yeah, how do they overcome? How do, mm -hmm. how? When we could give them, uh, a place to stay, uh, we can give them a, a, a structure in which they can call a home. Uh, and then they can have a phone, and they can be contacted. Um, the employer isn't out there just with this guy coming in. He's able to go ahead and work with this guy. He's able to go ahead and work with the homeless committee. He's able to work with integrated services and get things going and, and realize that this individual is just somebody that's down on his luck. But yeah, yeah he has all the stuff he needs. And all, we have, all you have to do is give him a helping hand and he's ready to go. Yeah. And, and you guys are that support. And I mm -hmm. think that that's so important for people to understand that, um, you know, you, sometimes you do just need a little boost up and, and, mm -hmm. you know, you need that group surrounding you for support. And, you know, if I can call you guys and say, Hey, you know, is this person, you know, what's going on, whatever you can fill us in on the details. Um, this is where they're living right now. Yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> you can, then move on from there. Yeah, but they're, they're <clears throat> down. Sometimes people just need a flipping boost. They're mm -hmm. down and out, but yeah, we can, but they they have structure. They have a, a good life. They just need a little help. And yeah. there, there we are where we can help them make that, we can be the the uh, jumpstart of their life. Love that. Yeah. And it's um, amazing to me how many folks, and I didn't realize, I think my mom worked on the committee for a little while, um, uh, People are living in their cars. People are living in the woods. People are living in the park. I mean, that's it's happening. And um, don't say that it's not happening in our area because it is. And and could you guys touch on that just a bit for those of us that that live with our head in the sand? 
you know, we've had people <clears throat> that we brought in from the from a behind a building somewhere or out in the woods somewhere, or they're living in a tent, uh, living in the park. It's not a good thing. They're cold. They're they're tired. They're hungry. Uh, and how do you work that way? You can't. No, exactly. there's no way you can you can function. They want you to be come to work, uh, ready to work. And if you are if you're tired, you're worn out. What can you do? Yeah. And our system still has a lot of gaps. There yeah. are times we get calls and we're not able to help right away, or we can't do anything with, or we try to give resources. And that's where I'm hoping as we expand and strengthen and do some of the fundraisings that we can try to fill more of those gaps. We're also reaching out and trying to coordinate with other facilities. Um, Square One in Galpolis serves Gallia, Jackson, Megs, and they're um, a women domestic violence shelter. So sometimes okay. we can refer there or they might refer to us if it's someone local because that's another problem that we have is when you're, especially a family um, with kids in school, um, or if you have a job locally, you don't want to go out of town to go to a shelter that you're going to have to give up your employment or yes. your kid then has all these <clears throat> other adjustments too. And so there's several things to consider um, as we move forward and as we look to figure out what our needs are in our community. Yeah, it's just not moving from one area to the other. It's all the other things that go along sure. with it. And you want to continue your, your life someplace and you want to uh, be happy and you want to be contented and you want to know that you're making progress, you're moving on in your life and you can't be all over the place. You have to be in one place and get yourself going and, and, uh, and, and have some place to have friends, family and have a shelter. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, the fact that people are living out there with without basic necessities is not okay. Mm -hmm. And um, you guys are doing, a, I, I think, a phenomenal job. So Thank kudos you. to you. Um, but that brings up <clears throat> kind of why you're here. And that is, you know, all of these things aren't free. Mm -hmm. And you all do so much work. But it also takes money to do what you're doing and time. And, and, and a big heart. Um, but uh, you guys have a big event coming up tomorrow. Let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, November the 30th uh, at the um, Christ United Church. Yeah. Christ. And from uh, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. We're going to have the... Uh, um, uh, uh, we're going to have the chicken noodle dinner for 10 bucks, drink and dessert. We're going to have the Chinese auction. We're going to have Split the Pot. We're going to have uh, the Grinch there. We're going to have Santa Claus there. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds like a good time to me. And, I mean, you had me at chicken and noodles, so. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's, it should be good food. <clears throat> and Lynn Starkey is helping us with the chicken and noodles. And you had me at Lynn Starkey and chicken and noodles. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Yes. And we will have kids' meals available for $4 instead of the 10 as well. Right. And you're welcome to stop by, take them home, eat there, whatever you would like um, as far as accessibility. And we want the kids to come. We'll have Grinch. We'll have Santa. Um, Chinese auctions. There's all kinds of things for adults um, and youth. We've had, I mean, we have two and a half pages here of donations that we've <laughs> accumulated from the community. So they have been amazing. But several money donations that we've had. Um, Christ Church gave us a good one, a big one. Metropolitan Housing, um, Nia Henry, Mance Metals, Apple City Motorcycle Club, 
Ohio Valley Bank gave us um, donation, Clark Law Office. Um, we're also going to have Dakota's dinner rolls with our chicken and noodles from there. And then we have all kinds of things. Um, Callahan's tool, tool set, heater, and shop vac. Jerry's do-it center, space heater. Limbach, a rechargeable flashlight. Uh, Rent-to-own complete tool set. We have Ron Headley, a snowman shovel. Um, Happenings restaurant. We have all kinds of gift cards for local businesses here. Items. Um, it just goes on and on. So I just want everybody to come out. Um, we really appreciate the local community businesses for offering support. And then we want everybody to be able to participate in this with the ticket auction a to good get you place something to, nice. A good place to get your uh, your Christmas shopping started and a good <laughs> place to uh, meet other people. And it's also it's a fairly large area to work in, too. So it's not going to be crowded. So this will be at the Family Life Center, right. I assume, there right. at the Christ Church. Right. The big and round building. So here's the deal. Not too many times in, in life are things just win-win for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a win-win situation. So you can come. You can get a great meal. Um, you can help. Mm -hmm. And you can possibly win some cool Christmas right. gifts along the way, too. Um, and all you have to do is show up. Right. For you, for us, for them, for everybody, right? Yeah, it's just win-win mm -hmm. for everyone. So what a great night, and that is tomorrow. Could uh, What are the times? 5 to 8. 5 to 8. 5 p.m. to 8, 8 p.m. <clears throat> and do you have to be present for, like, the auctions to win, or can you, you know, if you do you have to stay 5 to 8? I, I doubt that. I yeah. didn't uh, well, sure you just we'll fill just out your tickets. phone number on it yeah. Yeah. so we can get it to you. Okay. Absolutely, because, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes during this time of the year, you don't have five to eight. Exactly. To no, yes. <laughs> and yeah. you can also, here's the deal. If, you know, you have the family or whatever, you want to run in, grab some stuff to go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I know with the Kiwanis Club, that's what Jamie and I did. We were doing something that night, but I ran and got some spaghetti dinners and took them home. So um, if you want to do that, that's cool. Buy yourself some tickets, maybe win a chance at something. Yes. And have a good time. Yeah. And have a good time. And the proceeds are going to go to the Homelessness right. Committee. Absolutely. Everything goes back to the committee. So currently, we have a board that runs every women's volunteer. Right. We had Both an executive things. director temporarily that we were being funded for. Um, we decided to halt that to make sure what our direction was. We wanted to keep a big, you know, the savings for the building committee and make sure funds go back to the people that we're serving. And so that is part of what this structure is. So when we get donations, that is when people call in for deposits, call in for rent, saying I'm about to be homeless um, for our houses when someone's trying to move out. All of that is in support of that. And so we really do hope that people are willing to come out, stop by for a little bit or for a while, and we would love to see everybody. You know, and it's great fellowship, too. Right. Get to meet somebody. Sit beside somebody you don't know. Get to know them. And to know that you're... Your money you're giving is being used for a, a good cause. It's yes. not just, it's not buying somebody a Cadillac. It's, it's help, help somebody to have a place to live. That's right. And not live in their Cadillac. Right. Not live in their Cadillac. <laughs> yes, we don't want anybody out. living yeah. in, no, in no, their no. car. Even though it's a nice car. <laughs> yeah. We, no place I to mean, live it may be a nice car, but we don't want you living in <laughs> it. No, no, no. Don't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and you mentioned, um, 
domestic violence. You've mentioned mm-hmm. several things. There are so many, and I just, I just want to like harp on this for a minute. There are so many reasons why people are homeless. It's not because they're pieces of crap or lazy or drug addicts or don't want to work or don't are just bad humans. Yeah, it's just a bad situation at the Most wrong of time. the time, yeah. I would say it's a bad situation. Right. Absolutely. And we do try to use our houses the best way we can um, because we have nobody on site. So when we have these individual units, um, we do drug screen. The health department helps us with that. Oh, okay. Um, And then if somebody does need help or treatment, we would direct them to that. So we have local facilities, um, rehabilitations. We have behavioral health agencies that we coordinate with. And so um, even if somebody calls us and needing help and does have problems, we'll link them to help. Yes. But it does help us to know where we are um, to best use our funds. And it's not a way of being punitive by any means. It's just a way um, for us to know what we need to do. And honestly, it's not been an issue. We've, no, no, it I'm has trying not. to think. If we've sent anybody away this year for that, I don't think we have. No, we're um, out there. Okay. To, we're out there to help people. We're out there to show them that they aren't alone in the world. That yeah. even though they feel bad about things, we're there to help them. We're there to give them a, a, a lift, a lift up in life to help them get over this situation. It's not. It doesn't have to be permanent. They can. They can get out of this thing. Yes, and because here's the thing: a life is a life. A person is a person. And when you take time and get to know somebody on a different level, I think everybody would be amazed. And we get that privilege. We get to see them for something more of who they are. Too often our society, and when they're asking for help, they're defined by their problems. And it's awful to see that all written on a piece of paper on, look, this is all that I need help with. And that is not what we see these people as. Um, everybody is deserving of a place to stay. Everybody's deserving of a life, no matter what their history is. And if you take a minute to truly get to know some of these people, it is rewarding, amazing, and you'll see why it's worthwhile. And they really want to get out there and, and do things for other people too. They just are just don't have the resources. And they, they've helped out even in cleaning up the house to get it ready to go mm-hmm. for the next person. We appreciate that. And it's, there's yeah. so much to do, and I can't clean out the basement by myself. They have to help me. So once we get all that stuff done, it, it looks nice. It's ready for the next group of people to come in. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. They're they're human beings wanting yeah. to help other human beings, but they just need a helping hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right, and and you know the word empathy is just underused. I think mm-hmm. um, empathy as as a human trait is underused, and right. If we all would just be more empathetic, you would, and it just goes exactly to what you're saying. You know, a human's a human. And if you would just take time to sit down and talk to somebody, you'd be very surprised mm-hmm. probably most of the time. Absolutely. And I think sometimes it's scary, you know, to take the time to realize, oh my gosh, that could be me. Um, or maybe it wasn't yeah. something that they could do to prevent that. Or maybe they, something that could have been prevented, but we all have those moments, you know, that after the fact, oh my gosh, you know, what, what can I do now? Um, but it, it's a little intimidating. I think we like to control and think, well, yeah, if they would just do this, I've never been homeless. I've never been able, you know, had to be in that experience. But it's kind of um, humbling, 
to see that yeah. it's definitely could do be a lot of people, and this could be your family, this could be your neighbor, um, in that we want to be able to make everybody feel respected, make sure everybody feels worthwhile, because we don't want to define people by their most difficult times. And it could happen overnight, and you have to be, you know, you, you have to pick the pieces up and run with it. You can't allow yourself to be defined by your situation that you're in right now, so... You're right, and thank God for you guys, right? That, we're here. And, and, we're and we're people, here to help. People that are willing to help. And how do you help? Well, you help by showing up tomorrow night and tomorrow. buying some chicken and noodles and Five to 8 some PM, tickets be there. and, Come on in. you know, some, some raffle tickets. And <clears throat> this is how you help. True. And I'm guessing that if you wanted to pay 20 bucks for your chicken noodle dinner <laughs> instead of 10 they might take that too. We'll take it. Yes. I'll take it and run with it. Uh -huh. And we are a 501c3 organization. So if you wanted to write a check or do something that's tax deductible, then we can give you our ID for the end of the year as well. So we are, we will welcome take any donations. And our post office box number is 734. If you can't come in on yeah. Thursday, there you can send us a check. PO box 734. Uh, in Jackson. Right here in Jackson, right. It's, uh, Love that. Somebody takes care of the post office box and we'll be, we'll be there ready to go. Okay. And then I heard on the radio, you guys mentioning a Facebook page mm -hmm. that was up and running now. So could you yes. talk about that for a second? So we do have a Facebook page. It wasn't being ran for several months when we were in transition from our executive director and how our board was running. So we do apologize for that, but it is now back. Um, our board members, um, we are now back up to a full board. And we have somebody um, overseeing that. So please feel free to message us. We'll also keep posts on there now. And then okay. the messenger, if you do reach out on messenger, it does respond with our phone number. But I know sometimes people don't have a phone number. Um, and so they might have okay. Wi-Fi at a local restaurant. And that will be better managed now, too. So we're excited to get that back. Right. Okay, very good. So... This is the deal. Reach out. Don't be ashamed. Don't if you know somebody that needs some help. That's what they're here for. You guys want to help, mm -hmm. um, so please, please come out tomorrow if you're able to help um, monetarily get some great chicken and noodles. Mm -hmm. But also, um, if you need help, don't hesitate to reach out um, because that's what you all want to do. Know that we care. We want to help. Yeah. We want to be. We want to be that friend that you don't have. So come on over. See us. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a wild situation. It is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll bet you guys could tell some stories that we probably don't want to get into here, but I think that, that what you're doing is so amazing. So thank you for that. Do you need, I know you said your committee is full, but do you need help? in any way, like volunteers or in any way, shape or form? We have had some people reach out recently. And so we're trying to figure out the best ways for that, but we would love that. Right. Um, I know like even cooking a meal and dropping it off to, or it, one of us, we can deliver to the homes or supplies. It's the holidays. We do try to, um, if there's kids in the homes or even for clothing, things like that, that we could always accept, um, monetary donations to help give back to them or, or shop, or we can give sizes to somebody to help oh, if there's clothing idea. ideas. 
because usually they don't have a lot there. They don't. Um, they don't have the lot stuff, no. and they can bring minimally. And sometimes they aren't able to bring a lot. And so when they leave, usually they're restocking or doing their whole house. Um, but it's hard where we don't have a place to store furniture. So it's just all about timing yep. and how when when somebody needs something, how we can link it to them. Okay. All right. So the best way is just to reach out to you guys too and mm -hmm. and figure that all out. We'll take it from there. Right. It's it's to see the little faces all shine up for a gift here and there. It it, it does it does good. Yeah, and if you you know you have it in your heart, I don't have any kids. I like to go out and shop and buy things, toys and stuff. It's like a kid in a candy store, right? Like, right. like oh, I want that toy. I want that <laughs> toy. It'd be fun to buy one for a kid. So, you know, if you if you find it that, that you want to go out and maybe do some shopping, mm -hmm. uh, get hold of these folks and they'll be happy to to tell you who, who you need to go shop for. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Very good. Well, is there anything else you would like to tell us while you're here? Uh, anything you would like to tell our viewers? No. The, it's, it's, it's a cause that we're uh, dedicated to it's a a cause that is continuing week in and week out and but it's worth it it's worth the help uh yeah. to, that we give to these people and you can tell it in their uh in their actions that they they're that they're appreciative of what we're doing for them and that they walk away with a a uh a good feeling in their heart I also wanted to say, too, we really do try to do everything we can. So sometimes there's things that unravel, which limits us, or circumstances of an individual, and not everybody is going to understand or see that. And that's sometimes difficult, too. Yeah. Um, so note that we have a lot of caring people. We really do try. We link to different resources, agencies. We use what we have. Our homes, our houses, and our apartments have pretty well been full all year long. There was one that we were dealing with construction for a little bit, but we got that fixed. Um, so we do invest everything back to our community. We have remained to Jackson County specifically just because that's where we get our donations and we're trying to help locally and we don't have a local shelter. And so we do we try don't. to preserve for that. Is there any talk of that? That was going to be my question a long time ago, and I forgot to ask you that earlier yes. when we were in our initial discussion. Is there, is there talk of a homeless shelter? We had talked about it several years ago, um, but it's a quite an undertaking to have on-call person monitor or at overnight to have somebody run it to get the government funds. And when you look into government funds, it does limit a lot of what you can do. Well, yes, the government mm -hmm. will will give us, but they expecteth. If that makes yes. any sense, that they're does, very, does. very um, particular about how things about telling you how to run things. Yes, and what we did, we went and toured um, Square One and Galpolis. There were several of us, and. It was quite amazing, and they run a domestic violence shelter, but they've now gotten received grant funds to open an outreach center, and they call Case Management Mondays. So there's people not staying there that can come in, get resources, jobs, but they are trying to expand, and so we've been trying to build relationships with them. So when they're now in Gallia and they're expanding into Megs, and they would like to come to Jackson. Okay. Um, so they're wanting... Um, 
support, you know, either, well, politically trying, you know, we want this here, um, but also financially. And so I'm hoping in about three years or so that we can start putting that into fruition because I, I think it would be amazing. Even if it's something small, something local that we can coordinate with, because there's advantages to both the shelter. When you do have, you're trying to pay a hotel we try not to waste our money too much on hotels unless there's a plan because the money just goes so quickly it does. and you're trying to use it the best way you can. And so for those situations, then we could move people in quicker. It could be more temporary. Um, the single units we could move out. Um, we could have more accessibility. There would be somebody there all the time. Um, and so we really do hope that we can expand to that someday. Yeah, be a, a quick fix for some of these problems that, that people were mm-hmm. having and get them off the street and there they would be uh, someplace to be a uh, nice shelter, a uh, warm meal. Uh, goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of facility, what would be, you know, your dream? Hmm. That is a great question. Um, some of the stuff that they're planning on doing in Megs, I really like. Um, okay. And so with my job, I work um, Gallia, Jackson, Megs, and Pike. Yes. So those are three of my counties. And they're hoping to build a employment place where the people staying in the transitional homes can have a job there locally and then also contribute to society, gives them an income, and then kind of pay back to the community. And I just like the thought process of that to get something invested back um, where they are more committed. The transitional homes would be more longer term. They could be single, you know, units that they could stay. But I also like their idea of the case management Mondays. Um, benefits are confusing and sometimes yes. it's very difficult. Very and then you have to have all of these documentation. And when you're homeless, a lot of times you can't find your birth certificate. You can't have, you know, your social security card and that takes money. And then they want one or the other. But there's all of these added little barriers that prevent sometimes housing that if we had something more focused where we had days where people could come in, whether they're staying in our facilities or not, yes. to make that a little bit easier. Because I, I do hope people reach out to behavioral health agencies but even that's overwhelming. Yeah. So if you had someplace safe that you could just go pop in, think I don't have to schedule an appointment. If I feel okay today, I'll make it. That makes it so much easier, so much more accessible. And you don't have some of the humiliation that you have, um, you know, trying to ask out for resources. Then they could have a place for camaraderie, um, you know, build that trusting relationship. Yeah. They learn the resources, then they can help other people access those as well. You know, you're right, because a lot of this, you know, even government funding, you know, like uh, applying for Medicaid or doing you know, mm-hmm. all of these things, you need a computer mm-hmm. to do it. Well, where do you go to do that? So, yeah, mm-hmm. just getting that boost to get started and having somebody that's not reinventing the wheel, that's just teaching you how to do this stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, to have it all local right here that you can just walk in and there you are. You're ready to go. Yeah, love not, that. You know, you don't have to go miles. You're right here. Well, I think um, what you guys, again, are doing is amazing. I think that um, I, I hope that we could have something right here within our own little community um, to help people. Because, you know, if there's anything that, that I've said on the show a million times is living here in Southern Ohio and Appalachia, you know, we are giving mm-hmm. humans. We are caring yes. group. 
and we should care about our fellow humans. And Jackson's so. going, and as it goes, these situations become more apparent, and we need to take care of the problem before it gets out of hand. Absolutely. And we can we can be right here, head start, be ready to go. Love it. We'll be trendsetters. <laughs> right. That's very true. That's very true. Very good. All right. Tell about, about the event one more time. That's tomorrow. How can you help? No, November the 30th, uh, doors open at 5 to 8 uh, uh, to have the uh, chicken and noodle dinner, to have uh, dessert drinks, to have uh, uh, Chinese auction, to split the pot, uh, Grinch, and the, to have the Grinch there, have the Santa Claus there, uh, and... Uh, Come, enjoy yourself. That's enjoy right. the and know that you're doing a good job. And the kids' meals available too. So bring the yes. kids. Bring the they kids. can eat for four bucks and you mm -hmm. can see the Grinch and, and Santa and all of that. Get your holidays thing going right now. You got it. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming in. We greatly appreciate it and we greatly appreciate the hard work that, that you put forth. And uh, if you need some help, reach out to these folks because they will be there for you. And thank you for allowing us the time. Appreciate oh, it. it is our pleasure. And we hope that you come back soon. And if you have any fun announcements, let okay. us know. Okay, sure. Sounds great. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. All right. Well, Mr. Dillon, do you have that uh, cold weather forecast pulled up there? Yep. Do we want to give it? We have to. Okay. Well, there <laughs> it is. It's not the worst I've ever seen. Thank you all. Thank you. Um, so today is Wednesday, November 29th. Can you believe it already? It's almost December. Um, <clears throat> we are, uh, I think it was a balmy 20-something when I came in this morning. Um, but it's looking like uh, some partly cloudy skies today, highs of 45, lows of 28. For tomorrow on Thursday, partly cloudy, a bit warmer, which is great, highs of 55 and lows of 38. And then on Friday, um, I don't know, maybe some rain, maybe some flurries in the forecast, depending on what that temperature does, with highs around 53 and lows of 45. So looks not about the same for the rest of the weekend. I have to sneeze, Dylan. What am I going to do? Okay, sneeze away from the microphone. I think it went away. Here, do you want that chair? Yeah. Okay. We got our sweet Dylan's moving over here. He's got his laptop, so I'm always afraid of what he's he's getting himself into with this. Oh, what? Are, uh, oh, there he is. He's coming. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing today, buddy? Well, I got to give a speech here soon. Oh, you should stand up and give it. Practice it. Yeah, I don't think I really want to do that. <laughs> See, the last time we had you practice your speech, you said you blew it. Well, okay, so I kind of just got up there and just started talking. So I guess I didn't really blow it. I was just you nervous. Rambled, and, didn't you? Yeah, I rambled. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I plan to do today, too. It turns oh, out it goes a lot smoother if you just talk and have no plan. That is what I'm doing right now. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so what is your speech about today? The advancements of AI and why we should embrace it. What if you say you shouldn't embrace it? Then I'll talk about why that is not true. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I went through last night and made up some note cards because I got done with Ryo. And like right after Diddy came in here, we went up there and we worked on some stuff and we got a camera and everything. 
And I had to go to Walmart and I had a credit card, which was interesting. I was like ripping it with my hand the whole time. Like I am not letting this out of my sight. I'm not going to let it go for a second. <laughs> but uh, got a camera and came back and finished up some work. And then I went home and made some flashcards. And my flashcards are funny to me because they're like little card, right? And it says like bullet point, And then it's like, talk about this for a while. <laughs> That's what your flashcard says? Yeah. Talk about this for a while. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, it worked fine last time. I went way past the point I was supposed to. Like, it was a five minute. I made it like six minutes. Okay. That was the second one I did. The first one I did kind of blow. I mean, I talked and I made it. But the second one, that one I was proud of because I overshot it by a lot. And you made valid points? I like to think so. Okay. We'll see. They made me do one on the spot yesterday. Well, the other day about, I guess it was last week. Mm -hmm. And they just said, uh, to, um, my my thing I had was amusement parks. Do I look like someone who goes to amusement parks on the regular? <laughs> so like, I didn't Only know what I was video talking games about. There. Yeah. I mean, if it was like a video game park, you can bet I was there. But if it's, you know, just amusement parks, man, I don't go to amusement parks. Do you not like roller coasters? I mean, they're okay, but they're not my favorite. So I just went up there and I, I <laughs> you only had one minute to prepare and you had to make it a minute. So okay. I walked up, got in front of everyone, right? And I'm just like, I don't go to amusement parks. <laughs> so I just started talking about that. I'm like, I, I don't know anything about amusement parks, but I did go to Disney World once. So I'm going to tell you guys about Disney World. <laughs> Did and you why tell the story about losing your shoes no, and your clothes? Man, I forget I did that. Like, who does that? I don't. You. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> this guy goes to Disney, to the water park, and forgets where his locker is and lost all of his clothes and his shoes. I thought I lost my keys, too, and that was terrifying. Because, like, what are you going to do if your keys are all the way in Disney World and you're in little old Jackson, Ohio, stuck outside of your car? I don't know what to tell you, dude. Yeah, that was terrifying. And then it turns out they were just in my jacket. And I was like, oh, my God, that is a lifesaver. Thank God I put it in my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And my mom almost killed me. Yeah, I'd say she did. So what else you been looking up? Well, I looked up the 45 best movies of all time for Christmas by Variety. Ooh. Yeah. I'll bet we can disagree with a lot of them. I'd say we'll disagree with about 45 of them. Really? I bet so. Let's check out number one. Oh, is that number one or is that number 45? I don't know what order it goes in. I don't know. I would say this has to be 45 because I've never even heard of this. About a Boy from 2002. That's not... Is that a... I would not think of that as a Christmas movie. I mean, I don't even know if that's a movie. It is. I've seen it. It's like all emo and stuff, I think. It's, it's got Hugh Grant. Yeah. A carefree bachelor. I forget what the movie is even about. <laughs> Either number 44 or number two. I got This has to be number 44 because it's Batman Returns. Are you like? Are you sure you looked up the right thing? You know, I'm starting to question myself. But I'm going to scroll all the way to the bottom and see what number one is and we'll go from there. Okay. I don't believe you that it's Christmas movies. It, it can't be. I mean, a Batman Returns. Are you oh, okay, there we go. That sounds about right. Okay. Number one. White, White Christmas. Christmas. 
I'll go with that. I mean, I don't, that wouldn't be my number one Christmas movie, but I can see where it would be. You know, I can see it being a popular Christmas movie and I got to give it this. It is, it has to be way higher on the list than Batman Returns. (laughs) We'll give you that. Yeah, that, that has to be a fact. I mean, I don't know that I can name 40 some Christmas movies, but I can tell you that Batman Returns wouldn't be in my list. Okay. Off the top of my head, Christmas movies, I know. Elf. Yes. That's got to be on the top 10, I think. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And then, (laughs) this is just off the top of my head, right? Die Hard. Well, that is a big debate. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or is it not? As someone who has not seen any Die Hards, I got to say, I don't think it is. But if I saw it, I'm sure it would change my mind. Well, so I get both arguments. The argument was it was not released at Christmas time, but it is a movie about the whole movie surrounds a Christmas party. So it's kind yeah. of a Christmas movie. It seems like they made it with the intent of it not being a Christmas movie. But if you watch it at Christmas and it's about Christmas, it, it, kind, it kind of, of is a Christmas yeah. movie. I mean, if you're watching yeah. a movie about Christmas at Christmas, that seems like a Christmas movie. Yeah. But if you're like in January or February and you're just watching Die Hard, I, I feel like it's like it's both. It's like being bilingual or something, you know? Yeah. It's just both. Okay. While you were sleeping. That just sounds creepy. Have you never seen While You Were Sleeping? No. Okay. So that was Sandra Bullock and she it's sort of like a really long story, but she like loves this dude. Like she's like smitten with this dude. And he gets like, I think there's this, like a subway accident or something. I can't remember. Anyway, he gets gets knocked out and gets put into a coma. And she tells everyone, all his family, that she's his fiance in the oh. hospital. Is that so like? He's like in a coma. And so she's like, then the family like takes her in and stuff because they think that she's his fiance okay, that they've that just never definitely met. Definitely creepy and weird. And then she ends up falling for his brother instead. That's even weirder legitimately it, it kind of seems like that stephen king novel we were talking about but like christmas themed and instead of an accident it's a coma but it's not like malicious it's not a bad movie it's a funny movie okay i mean i guess it depends how you portray it yeah. i mean you know like you know how music can just change everything it kind of seems like that like have you ever seen like those video games where they'll play something that's like a real cheery pop song you just ha- like you lost a- me at video games okay so. <laughs> Next movie. I just don't understand these being. I know. I'm, I'm wondering if they're even rated. Like, is it, is it top 45 or are they just giving us 45? I don't know. You know? You've got mail. I feel like I chose a really bad article. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Let's give this a go. You've got. Trying to think that because there was that one and then there was Sleepless in Seattle and I get them confused. Hmm. Same people, different movie. So many different off-brand articles like Movie Web. I'm gonna go with that one though. Oh, there's Elf on the cover. This ought to be a little better. Christmas movies of all time. There we go. That's rated from 20. Let's start at 10. Eh, Look, Die Hard's on there, number 11. All right, number 10, About a Boy. Again, About a Boy. That's so weird. All right, top five. (laughs) 
Wait a minute, did I just see Bad Santa on there? Yes, they always put Bad Santa on there. I mean, it was a good I movie. I will say, Bad Santa is a good movie. It's 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 a really bad way to get around a good message. Yeah, I if, guess if, so. Like, he does learn a really good lesson in the end. Yeah, He becomes just, a better person. But he's really, just... Really rank. Yeah, it, I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely borders on child abuse and yeah, some other that's for stuff. Sure. I gotta but. check something real quick. We had some radio issues over there. I just want to make sure we're good. Oh, he's checking stuff. <laughs> I think yeah, we're, we're good. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top five. I can agree with this one. Okay, a Christmas story. Definitely in the top five. Yeah, definitely in the yeah. top five. I mean, some people will definitely rate it number one. Yeah. But personally, I would rate it probably at five. Probably. I think. I mean, it kind of depends what the other options are. Yeah. But that, I think it's a bit overrated at this point. Like, the, but I well, come. Well, it's from, just oversaturated. You've yeah. Just seen it I come from a family where we play the channel that plays it all day long uh-huh. on Christmas. So yeah, of course I've seen it. it. My mom like it turns on and she'll know it word for word. We have a leg lamp sitting in front of our like window right now. Nice. And we have another one next to her. Love so, it. So yeah, I mean, for me it's kind of like uh, Christmas story again. Love it. But I mean, if you're watching it for like the first time, I definitely say it's in the top five list for sure. Okay. Number four, so. Elf. Elf for sure. Yeah. I mean, Elf would classic. definitely be in my top five. I, mean, I guess it. It's not. It's from 2003, so I guess it's not really a classic, but it kind of is now, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're making years. it a classic yeah. because it's just one of the movies that you think about every year. Yeah. I've, I've already watched it like three times this I, year. I haven't this year, but that's the one that I like. Like, my mom is Christmas Story. I'm Elf. Yeah. I love Elf. Number three, Miracle on 34th Street. That's one of my favorites, too. See, there's You're an not, old version, a classic version, and a new version. You're not going to believe this. What? I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. Miracle, <laughs> 34th Street. I have not. Well, you need to watch both versions. Is this the one? It's pro- I'm probably wrong about this, but is this the one where like the the guy from Terminator goes around and like tries to get like a Christmas present? No, that's a white. Is that a white Christmas? No. Help me out here. What? Which one am I thinking of? Um. So he wants to get his kid like an action figure or some sort of toy. I have and it's no like a whole idea. movie about him trying to get it. I don't know. I don't know either. But that's one no, of the classic ones not. I hear of. No, Miracle on 34th Street is um a movie about a little girl and so 34th Street's where Macy's is and you know the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah. It's on 34th Street. Macy's is 34th Street in New York. So Miracle on 34th Street is about a lady who has a little girl and she works at the department store. And I can't remember what they call the department store in the movie. But is it like it's, a, basically like a Best Buy or something? No, it's like a spoof of Macy's. 34th Street. Macy's is on 34th Street. You got me there, but yeah. d- okay. a, a department store for Macy's? A department store. Macy's is a department store. I was thinking of them. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I didn't think of Macy's as a store. Macy's is a giant store. And I'd like to go there then. That'd be cool. You've never been in a Macy's? No. 
Okay, we're going to talk off the show. Anyway. Yeah, let's circle it's back about, to that after. <laughs> yeah, it's about a lady who runs a department store who has a little girl, and she teaches her to not believe in Santa Claus. And they meet. They have a department store Santa Claus that comes in, and he's the real Santa Claus and so on and so forth. It goes from there. Well, that sounds like a nice movie. It's wonderful. It's a lovely movie. Now, this next one is one I know a good bit about. Mm-hmm. Home Alone. See, I have to think that's probably one of my top. I watched it on Thanksgiving and then Home Alone 2 because I think they're equally as good. I definitely like Home Alone 1 more because like he's like in Home Alone 2, he's like, I know the gist. And in the first one, he's like, oh, what do I do? Then he figures it out. Yeah. But I I like them both. It doesn't feel like a crappy sequel. It feels like like a genuine continuation. Yeah, it like does. They just stopped and then they picked up again. Yeah. So, nope, I would agree with that. All right, what's their number one? Number one. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's from 1946. I, I haven't seen this. It's 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 a Wonderful Life has an amazing message, and you should watch it. Uh, I Personally, might it's not try. my favorite Christmas movie, but I can see where it is um, the top Christmas movie. I mean, I've heard of it. So if you hear that name, like when Christmas comes around and you hear the name, it kind of definitely has to be a classic. And it's a wonderful life. I've heard a lot and I've heard parodies of it. So, I mean, it's famous enough to be parodied so many times. So, I mean, again, I, I can't have much input since seeing how I've never even like bothered to look at it. But Yeah, it's... <clears throat> I don't know. You get into the point where with these Christmas movies that they, you know, it's hard to compare. You're, it's like apples and oranges because you're talking about a movie from 1947 versus one that, you know, is like Elf 10 years old or whatever, <laughs> 20 years old now. But still, like, <laughs> it's kind of hard to compare those. I mean, it's like White Christmas and some of those classics, like old school classics. This article gives it its own description, not like the real one. But it says, a movie that proves no matter how dull life gets, there is always hope and beauty. And if we choose to open our hearts, we'll see it. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a nice message. It is. I don't think it gets much more, you know, genuine and thoughtful kind of message in a movie than that. Yeah. So where, what do they have from five to five to ten? All right. Number six. Wait, I think I passed it. There it is. The Nightmare Before Christmas. See, I've never seen that one. That one, again, is a situation like Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? And Okay. And I think that it, it's both, really. I think it was intended to be both. The message is more about Christmas, but the character is the king of Halloween. So he's a Halloween person trying to learn how to be a Christmas person because he thinks it's more enjoyable. But in the end, he learns that what he has is important because it's his and he loves it. Okay. So, I mean, I think regardless, it's a good message. It's an entertaining movie. and Not like, maybe necessarily a Christmas movie. It's Yeah. It's is got it like isn't? the spirit of Christmas and Halloween. So. Okay. It, it's, it's a bit more tricky than Die Hard, I think. But yeah. I think you could definitely watch it at Christmas and enjoy it. And at number seven, we got Christmas Carol. Never heard of it. Are you serious? I'm serious. But at number Ebenezer eight, I've heard of this. Scrooge, you've never heard of. Oh, okay. A Christmas Carol. Yeah, okay. I, tiny, I know that tiny one. Tim. Yeah, the old man, and he's like, yeah, he, he 
he almost dies. Well, kind of. He sees the spirits of Christmas and everything. Yeah, yeah I've seen go. that one. Number eight, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm, it's got to be a classic. Yep. Number nine, Bad Santa. I can see why it's on the list. I don't know that I would put that on my list, but I wouldn't. But I can see it. And then ten about a boy, which I don't we've been there, done that, that one at all. But cool. <laughs> so those were the top ten Christmas movies. So says some site on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's better than the other one we were yeah, at. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank our our uh, friends from the homelessness committee for coming in today, kind of explaining a little bit about what they do and also their great fundraiser that they have going on tomorrow night. I uh, hope you get out and support them because they do support so many folks here in our local area that are in need, and there is a lot of that right now. So. All right. Have a great day, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. We don't know what we're doing, but we'll be back then. We will figure it out. We'll We'll be back tomorrow, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.